Disney's streaming service is now is has, has said that their entire cinematic library is going to be on the streaming service. Good. So like ev- everything they've ever yeah. put out, all, all everything that that hit cinema. Okay. I didn't. You know, I'll go. I'll, I'll find the article. I mean, like going all the way back. Anyways, welcome. You know where you are if you're listening to this. Yeah. Do they know where where we are? I don't know. I don't know. Do man. you know where you are? No. <laughs> Always know where you are. <laughs> but uh, I can't remember who I am <laughs> or where I am or what we are. Are we human? Or are we dancers? Oh my god. Oh yeah! Fucking picking it up! (laughs) Welcome to the Super Fun Podcast. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, I understood that reference. uh, Yeah, that was a good one. one. (laughs) I I was going to make it, but you did. Hey, Duncan. Yeah. What's going on, man? Oh, uh, pretty much all rounded day or week. Um, I had to postpone one our my last D and D sessions because it just got messed up. Uh, two of my characters couldn't find their character sheets, and they're at the okay. point where saying like we might have to re-roll our character sheets. Like, uh, okay, if you do, you do. I trust I trust your rolls. You can go ahead and roll it yourself before our next session. Um, oh, oh man, twenties across the board. <laughs> why would you chances? keep? An, why would you not keep an electronic copy? They they like physical copies. Some people like yeah, paper. You, we all we all do paper. I like paper a bit more. Which is why when you, we first did our session, it's like digital. I still have my paper sheets from some of my older shot, older Pokemon. If you want to go with paper sheets, that's fine. But especially <laughs> for Pokemon, where each character comes with like ten extra sheets on top of the human. Yeah, yeah. No, it it, it, it soon dawned on me. It's like, oh no. This, but yeah, yeah, digital works a lot easier. Whereas D and D, you usually don't have to deal with your character sheet, and maybe if you're a spellcaster, you have a separate spell sheet. But good news is they eventually found it. Um, but rather that night, I just decided we just decided to bring back our old, uh, an old routine for Fridays. We just had RPG Fridays, or we originally called it Fall Fantasy Fridays. Because the three of us are just going to go through all the Final Fantasies in chronological order. And I'm doing, like, the first couple. My friend James is doing, like, the middle ones. And uh, my friend Brennan are doing, is doing the last ones, because those are the ones he's most familiar and fun with. Like, you're playing them? Yeah. Or they're the setting for the campaign? Oh, no. No, this is set. We decided to do this instead because we cancelled on D&D. So we just okay. sat in the garage playing Fall Fantasy. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm almost. I got. I just got all of the elemental crystals in Fall Fantasy One. I'm gonna beat that game. It's not gonna be the first time. I beat. I beat it a year or two ago. But then I can finally move on to Fall Fantasy Two, which is one I have not beat yet. Which is probably like the easiest one to beat, because there's a cheat. Oh, I just sat at home and played Apex Legends and League. Got some more practicing with the champions I have not played out of the roster of champions that I have. I only missing. So you two spent champions. a lot of time with some legends. Yeah. <laughs> yes, my Saturday was legendary. 
actually, no, I'm not even joking. I got my first legendary skin, Apex Legends, which was a skin for Gibraltar, one of the champions I have played very little of. So now I'm gonna have to start playing more. That's that's always how that goes. Yeah. So you get you're like, man, I play a lot of like Bangalore, <laughs> uh, Pathfinder, and who do I get? I get a legendary skin for. Jim Bralter. Jim Bralter. <laughs> I was trying to think of a different one. As, as long as one wasn't one of the paywall champions that I haven't bought yet. I would suck. Oh, it's like, yeah, oh here's, a, here's a skin for Mirage. It's like, I don't have Mirage oh, yeah, yet. I have that character. I don't have Mirage or Caustic. I will, though, soon. I almost have enough in-game points to get one. <laughs> Oof. Excuse me? Oh, uh, Sunday was the same old... Or was it? Was, or was it? it? No, it was pretty dull. I kind of slept most of it. It was a lazy Sunday? Yeah. Wake up in the late afternoon. <laughs> call Parnell to see what he's doing. <laughs> Tuesday went again to Tuesday Challenge at our local city here in the BPs. Okay, Played. you you want to tell the people what exactly the Tuesday Challenge is? Okay, so in our province here in Sask, there's a, uh, we have an organization called Sask Games. And they like to they like to organize multiple events. They have a charity drive called Play With Your Food. They got um, two uh, conventions they host twice or they they host uh, a year called PGX Prairie uh, Game Expo. And I believe they have other things. I think they still have a gaming event on Mondays at the the Walk Box in the South End. But I think that's one that one's smaller scale than the Tuesday challenge. Uh, it's Tuesdays at the Boston Pizzas in the North End, where the um, they arrange for games to be put there. There's a forum on their website where you can people will put up it's like, "Hey, I'm bringing this game tonight. It's like six players. If you want in, you can put your name here. If we don't have enough players, we'll have a sign saying looking for players.'" So if you, if you you can either go in there planning on what you want to play, or you can just go in there and see what's open. That sounds pretty fucking good. It's it's really fun. I uh, I signed up for to play a game with my friends who who dragged me to this event, which I I enjoy the fact that they did. But while I was waiting for them, I got there early. I played uh, two games before they showed up with just some random people who just kind of waved me over. It's like you're not doing anything, are you? It's like no. It's like you want to play this? It's like yeah, sure. Nice, nice. That's always good. Yeah. So I played Guillotine, which I've I it, I didn't recognize it until I saw the. Go grab the box and put it away. It's like I've seen that box at comic readers, <laughs> and because it, it's just a simple yellow box with like a basket, a we, uh, like a wicker basket with like a, a noble lady's head in it. Oh yeah, the cartoon. It's really fun. Um, if you remember that old Mario Party game where you're, you're taking turns hitting one or two on the block and you're trying to get the apples and not the beehive. Yeah. Essentially, it's a little more complicated like that, but but essentially you lay out twelve noble cards. They're all like different uh, point values, and then. Whenever it's your turn, you have action cards that you kind of re, you kind of change the order or do do various effects to kind of process or get the game going. But at the end of the turn, you grab the noble that's in the front of the line. You 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 get their head. So yeah. so basically, it's a game of delaying uh, people who are worth more yeah. so that you get them. Yeah, and they it's, come up. it was a fun game. I I definitely want to pick it up myself. I'll see if I, I can pick it up and drink at the games at Anime Club. That sounds fun. pretty fun. And then I played Codename, which is apparently a pretty popular game. There's yeah, that is a very fun game. I have played that one before. That one was fun, yeah. And that one is basically you set up like 
24 cards that are just like a symbol, like different kind of pictures. And then you set up teams of two. And then the two, the one person from each team have an access to the code. Mm. And one of those people is like the person that you don't want to select otherwise because your team will instantly lose. <coughs> or Yeah, there's a whole bunch of cards yeah, yeah. laid out for the different teams. And so you want your team to guess yeah. the cards that are set there for your team, yeah. but not the cards that are set up for the opponent's team. And then there's one card where if they guess that, then everyone loses immediately. Yeah. So in, in some cases, you want to try, to try to get your team to get, beat the other team. You want to try to find a similarity between like two or more pictures. So you can say, mm-hmm. like, water, three. So you're basically telling your teammates, there's three cards that are ours, that have that are related to the keyword I said, the water. Mm. So it's really fun. So you're trying to get your team to guess which cards they are. You only you have the have the the card the, the you know the code in which to to help your teammates find it. It's okay. a fun game. Again, okay. another game I like to play. And then the one I signed up for was Root. It was really fun. Um, I think I mentioned it. To, yeah, I mentioned it to you yeah. guys yesterday. Whereas essentially, it's I like the animation. It's kind of like Red Wallish, like not the cartoon Red Wallish, but like the like the, the novel covers you saw. But um, actually, a little bit more cuter. But it's it's kind of a military game where you you're trying to gain control over this forest and their clearings. And there's four different class. There's an expansion that has two more classes added to it, but we just played the core. But there's four basic ones, and they all have different mechanics which allow them to get the thirty points to win. So, for example, I played Marquis de Cat, who basically have has the advantage at the beginning of the game. He has, he, lo- he allows him to have like a military presence over all of the clearings except for one. And essentially, he, he his goal was to create a logging mills, create wood, create more buildings. And as soon, if you create so more or so much, you get like five points for each one that you're making. Um, there's the old the old regime, the birds that are trying to regain power. They essentially, they essentially create roosts and try to take over units, or to take down units. The Rebel Alliance are trying to gain sympathy points. And to defeat they, the Empire, of course. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's not their name, I just that's what I relate them to. They're, they're the Rebel Alliance, basically. They're just like little little rats, raccoons, and rabbits and stuff. Um, then there's the the Vagabond. Who can... Is he, they've got a fun mechanic where if they know they're not going to win... They can alliance themselves with who they think they're going to win. Well, at the time when they create the alliance, they have to alliance with the, the person with the least amount of points. So, but if they can think like early on, it's like if I team up early, I'm, we're going to help each other win, and then they can share the win. But other than that, they're building equipment and stuff, and then they're they're trading with the other alliances to gain goods. So they give them cards for goods and whatnot. But so it was a really fun game. Apparently, it was a Kickstarter. It was a it was a successful uh, Kickstarter game. I just happened to notice a post on Facebook that um, Amazing Stories in Saskatoon just got a copy of it in. Ooh, okay. Nice. I would like to play that from the way that you described it. I, I'm looking just at pictures of it night. and it looks really cute. Oh, whoops. That was me. Sorry, people. You heard my phone. <laughs> Everyone's phone's going out. <laughs> mine is silent. I, I just said mine is silent now. Uh, I'll take the baton there if you're done. Yeah, yeah. Because other than that, I did. Oh, well, yeah. You you can touch on it too because we were all there yesterday. But 
Oh yeah, we did. <laughs> we did a thing, all of us, yesterday. Uh, where we went to the Regina Public Library to present Treasure Planet at its theater. Uh, and that was, a, that was a cool little thing. There, there wasn't a huge turnout, but you know what? That's fine. It was normal for it was those normal kind for, of movies. Because yeah, yeah. I've been there on their like special film, guest film nights before. And it's usually the same amount of people. I'm glad that we got some kids. Like, hey, yeah, we're, put, we're putting great. on a kids movie. And kids came. There I'm very go. happy about exactly. that. Exactly. Me kids, too. Kids come, enjoy the movie. <laughs> Probably not listen to us because we, <laughs> we don't have filters. Yeah. But <laughs> we, we, we kept it clean. Yeah, we did. We, I'm proud of us. Just yeah. we can't swear on this episode because this will be the first fucking episode they hear. Damn yeah. it! Fuck. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Damn it. Balls. <laughs> crab. Butt. Crab meat. Butts. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Flatula. <gasps> uh. Dare. Uh, I did. I I haven't done a whole lot outside of play a little bit of Apex Legends. I got around to finally downloading it. Yeah, you played, me. Play, played a few games with some buds. I uh, have yet to kill anyone. <laughs> I've got I've gotten hits in. It took me a while, and I'm, even then, I still only like I'll end a game with like maybe one or two kills. It plays like a slower Titanfall, so. I didn't get a chance to play Titanfall, so I, don't, I can't make that comparison. Oh, you can get those games for dirt cheap now? Yeah. Since they're not going to make a third one. Yeah. I hope yeah. not. I think I heard that, that, that this doesn't necessarily mean that they're not No, they did. But... They announced later that it was canceled. Oh, no. They canceled the third one. Bummer. Yeah. Uh, and outside of that, I've been more or less keeping up with the shows I've been keeping up with. Uh, I almost have an anime for every day of the week. <laughs> almost. <laughs> Only Tuesdays and Sundays I don't got anything. Also, Jesus. I'm getting up for a little bit, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, we'll just pause for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're back. Uh, where were we? I was talking about my week, I guess. Uh, yeah, we watched Treasure Planet. Movie still holds up pretty good. Yes. Although I'll say what I said shortly after watching it. The two things I was thinking during the whole time. One is that Jim Hawkins is not as well animated as all the other characters in that movie. Is, how, how, how's that again? It's just he seems very off model, and there are times where it seems like his nose is just kind of sit, drifting off of his face, like it's getting real low. I'm worried it's just gonna go off into orbit. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, his, his something about his leggies—I can't remember what—but just something about his legs was off. <laughs> um, the other thing I was thinking is that Kingdom Hearts Four, please do us a solid, please, please, please. Uh, yeah, uh, that was great. Thank you, uh, Sarah from, uh, RPL for contacting us and bringing us uh, out. That was nice of you. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you, Sarah. You're now officially our biggest fan. Yay. Uh, and I haven't done a whole lot outside of playing a little bit of Apex, yeah. And I also watched, uh, Pokemon I Choose You, which is like the... Reimagining of uh, how Ash met Pikachu and all that for a new generation because it was literally 20 years 
since they first met. So obviously, yeah. there might be some kids that are like, "What's going on? What's what's, what's up? What happened? What happened? What what's happened? the origins here?" And yeah, I, I do like the direction the movies are going in that that they're on like self-contained universe. Uh, but yeah, I think you also mentioned that it's the true tragedy that we won't get Sun and Moon movie. Yeah, Sun and Moon cast in their own movie. It might be because there's like ten of them or some yeah, shit. Yeah, I don't know. That doesn't really stop them. <laughs> it's never really stopped them. Yeah. Also, that Sun and Moon name is great. It's Gucci. Uh, and that is more or less it for my week. Very short. Hey, Tanner. In my week, I found Dragalia Lost, and I fucking drowned in it. What so is Dragalia this? Lost yeah. is Nintendo's first mobile-only IP. Like, it was de- developed by Nintendo and Psy Games, but mainly Nintendo. And Psy Games. Yeah, inside games, and it is a gotcha game, but it's one of the. They good, got you. They got. They got me. It's one of those good gotcha games where, like, they provide you enough in-game currency and stuff going on that you don't ever feel pressured to spend real money on it. But the option's there. The option is there. If I if I want to pay this completely ad-free game, like not even behind an ad wall to get stuff, it's just pay money or play the game and earn it anyways. Like I the think normal I just game. Don't like gacha games as a concept. And I love gacha games as a concept. I've, I I I find myself only playing the one that I hooked up, got hooked on. I'm still playing. Sega. It. No, no, that's my that's my that's my match three game. But isn't it is not is it not also a gacha game? Yeah, it is. So there's two. There's that and Fall Fantasy Record Keeper. Because I played that game as soon as it came out, so I'm on, always on the ball. I have all the characters. <laughs> and I have so many unique weapons now. I'm probably like one of the best people who don't pour hundreds of dollars into it. Yeah. Goals. Um, <laughs> I, I like Dragalia. It's fun because at a certain point, you, you're good enough that you can just autoplay and have them go through. But even when you autoplay the missions, like, have, like hit the button so that the characters run around and like... That has disadvantages because the characters will attack everything, they'll aim automatically, and they'll also like prioritize finding treasure chests before finishing the level, so you don't have to like guide them down all the back alleys to get the bonus stuff until they finish, because they will automatically do that for you. Yay. But you can still play the game because they do not know how to dodge. They never they never went to dodge school. They never went to dodge school. They don't and so dodge. the like the people will be fighting and like the enemy will like the big red box will appear because the area of effect attack is coming up, and you swipe to do the dodge because they're not going to dodge on their own. <laughs> Can also activate their abilities because they won't activate their big abilities on their own as well. Mainly the turning into a dragon ability, which everyone can turn into a dragon. So you can hence Dragalia yeah, yeah. Lost. lost, but over the course of the game, Dragalia found. <laughs> <laughs> which apparently there's a podcast for that. <laughs> It's I'll have called, to listen to it now. Because I tried looking for Dragalia Lost, and I accidentally was searching in Google Music. Ha <laughs> ha! And it's like, what? You yeah, see, look, podcast, Dra- Dra- Dragalia Found. I'll have to listen to that. <laughs> um, I'm enjoying it, and like the main characters are fun, but also for all the bonus characters that you get through the gotcha mechanics, you can also unlock all of their stories as well. 
everyone is fully voiced if you so choose to have the voice acting going the whole time. The music is really nice. Like, I really like being able to summon new stuff because of the summoning theme that plays. Is this really peppy clappy thing? <laughs> also, I started, I started right before an event that just gave me boatloads upon boatloads of stuff very easily. So I've been able to rocket through, like, the first portion of this game pretty quickly. And I don't know if all the events are like that or just this one. I'm hoping that the other ones are like this too because then I'll, I'll never have to worry about giving this game money. <laughs> they gotta keep me invested somehow. They do gotta keep yeah. me invested. Also, the main character is like a teenage boy named Yuden. I mean, you can name whatever you want, but his canonical name is Yuden. And he keeps on getting surrounded by beautiful young ladies who are obviously attracted to him. No one heard that. He keeps getting surrounded by beautiful young ladies who are obviously attracted to him, except he has no idea what's going on. And so people make jokes like, oh, you better not be doing anything untoward with all these young ladies. And he waffles between, I don't even know why you would accuse me of that, to, I literally have no idea what you are talking about. So, and, and apparently this happens when some guys show up and have crushes on him, too. Oh, dear. And he's just like, I, I don't know what's going on. Do you want to be friends? Do you want to go groceries? Have a picnic? Slay monsters? And everyone's like, wow, you done, you're so cool and dreamy. And he's like, that's very nice. I appreciate having you around. Thanks. And then, and then his like close companions, are, they're, they're like, oh my god, you have an entire harem and you don't even realize it because you're too much of an idiot. <laughs> we applaud you for being a good person, but also like acknowledge the situation. He's like, no, I'm fine. I'm just here to fight for justice. There's no time for love when there's dragons to be killed. Or monsters? No, monsters. monsters. You save the dragons. You save the dragons. You save the dragons to make this the dragon spiral. packs with them. You make the packs <laughs> with the dragons to become the dragons. And then, not, jo- and then John was dragons. You do not slay the dragon. You lay the dragon. There is actually the, the, <laughs> the fire dragon really wants it. She's really horny. For you. Uh, that's, that's, that's the episode title right there. Yes! Got, it. <laughs> Got he. Congratulations. You won. <laughs> Beyond that, I joined a Star Wars Edge of the Empire campaign. My character is a shitty teenage Tusken Raider. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> There we I go. Agree. <laughs> um, who I when you do character creation for Edge of the Empire, you can gain extra experience points and money at the beginning by having like consequences happen to, have happened to your characters. So it's like if you want a big bounty on your character's head, that means you also get a bonus like ten thousand credits and stuff like that, and hundreds of experience points for when you're building the character at the beginning. And I'm like, sweet. She definitely pissed off some kind of spacer somewhere. Some sort of hut. And she did, she did not ever learn how to speak basic. So she carries around the head of a protocol droid that she... Translates? <laughs> yeah, she nabbed it from the Jawas. And all it does is translate into like translate her uh, warbles into basic for her companions and gives her shitty YouTube tutorials on how to fix spaceships. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds amazing. Oh, man, that's good. So how many games <laughs> are you in now? <coughs> What's the count at? Four? Oh, I, fe- I feel like Mage... Sorry if any of my Mage co- companions are listening to this, 
And I feel like Mage might have ended after that first session. No. Just because we keep on trying to have another one, and then something will happen, it'll have to be cancelled. Because first it was Royal Rumble, then it was the Super Bowl, then all the power went out because it was literally too cold for electricity oh, to exist yeah, in several people's states. Uh, and I and no one said anything so far about start like setting another date for it. And if they do, I'm like awesome. I'm I'm totally in. But as it stands right now, like no one said anything. I think we've all just kind of quietly accepted it. And when we first started, the DM said every time I try and make a mage game go, like it always falls apart a few uh, sessions in. But I th- I really feel this like this one's gonna be a good one. This is the one, guys. Oh no. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's very too bad. I feel like the character I made might show up in something else somehow if I can, just because I, I know like that him. Feeling. Yeah. I didn't actually realize you took Jasper with you because I could have sworn I saw Ryan petting the dog earlier. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about, Tanner? Jamie's right here. <laughs> sure, he is. <laughs> I love I love the way he just launches directly into the couch. Yeah, Yeah, he's slowly beating that thing up. We need like a huge blanket. Yeah, a massive one. I don't think I've done anything else since. Oh wait, no, I saw. Did I see a movie? Did you see? Well, did I see a movie with you? You wanted to go watch Dra- uh, Dra- uh, Dragon. You're right. Dragon. I was going to go Final see. Fantasy. Yeah, or not Final, I mean, I had D and D. I could have probably last minute called you. It's like, oh hey, my D and D plans flopped, but I think I didn't find out that we're we're waiting on a reply. It's like, did you find your character sheets yet? Did you find your character sheets yet? And we we didn't get like an answer until like ten or eleven o'clock. It's like, you know what, you guys, we could just reschedule. It's like, okay, we'll reschedule. Yeah, um, that's probably for the best, because I was also very sick that night as yeah. well, so. Yeah, you were fighting the illness for a little bit there. Yeah, it's been a week. I still have the cough, and so I'm torn between, should I say something, or should I just wait it out? Because like, there's literally nothing else wrong with me other than a per- persistent cough. It's not even a whooping cough. <laughs> it's just a coughing cough. Yeah, I remember that, because when you first asked me, it's like, how about like later this weekend? Like, and you said, oh, you know, it's probably for the best, so I'm just going to rest this illness off. And you're considering just doing a double feature this weekend. Oh yeah, I was going to think maybe we'll do Captain Marvel and then on another day we can do Dragon. And that's still possible. We could go after Pokemon even. Uh, I've, I've already rearranged with my other group that okay. I'll be going to do d yeah. Well then you don't get yeah. to go see I don't get Dragon. to go watch. You yeah. have to go play Dragon. Yeah, I could go play Dragon. You get to dragon. play the Dragon. Yeah. Uh, we already did the Dragon thing. <laughs> Now they gotta go to. They don't know this yet. They gotta go to a raiding camp, and then maybe is that where they rate everything? No, because we started with the raiders raided the city, but then they they buggered off. Now they they get hint of where they went, and then they took some of the innocent uh, uh, city pe- city folk with them. And then maybe if we get through all that, that one's that one's kind of a short chapter. And then the next one is a dragon hatchery. Nice. I also started listening to a new podcast that I've been meaning to for a while, but I'll get into that near the end. <laughs> okay, so Mage is more or less falling through. Yeah. There's Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, Edge of the Empire. And Power Rangers. And Power Rangers. Which are 
Oh yeah, I guess I haven't had a chance to talk about Power Rangers. Yeah, you Rangers haven't talked yet. about Power Rangers. We we were able to have our first our first session of Power Rangers using the interstitial Our Hearts Intertwined system. That was very fun. We have Ryan's sister Lindsay playing Tori from Ninja Storm. We have our mutual friend Christina playing Kendall from Dino Charge. Um, Sky of the Pop Culture Failure podcast is playing Jen from Time Force. Vigil from Power Up Everything Nintendo and Beyond is playing Tommy. And then her real-life girlfriend is playing Kimberly. So they play off each other really well. Yeah. And in our first session, I time warped everyone to 1997, the year of Power Rangers Turbo. And they had to fight Diva Talks, which means I got to play Diva Talks for a few <laughs> lines. They also... This was more for you. This was, this was partly for me. I didn't realize the opportunity in front of me until Sky asked, Hey, are we going to be fighting Diva Talks if we're going to 1997? I guess like, we are now. <laughs> Why didn't I realize this sooner? They also fought Crash and the Creeps. Yeah. Which are like the band that works for Diva Talks. Yeah. And Bless Sky, who um, as soon as they announced them, revealed themselves to be monsters, he was like, Is that girl a creep too? Yes. <laughs> yeah. And there was a good. <laughs> there was a good 10 minutes of Vigil and Emma just slamming the entire series. Because it's like they teleport to 1997. And Tommy immediately goes. Tommy immediately goes, Oh, this must be the work of the evil space witch, Rita Repulsa! <laughs> and then he did 18 spin kicks in a row. <laughs> um, and then we also, after the session itself, we also figured out, because one of the mechanics is everyone has links with everyone else yeah. that you can use to like get roll bonuses or like cash them in for experience, stuff like that, or like they can activate special moves for each character class. And just figuring out what kind of links everyone had with each other. And basically, for a lot of people, um, Tori is desperately trying to instill chill vibes in them. <laughs> because so many of them are extremely uptight. And Tommy has dark links with all authority figures, except cops, for some reason. Weird. <laughs> I hate politicians, but... I love, I love cops! Cops! cops. I, there's nothing wrong with cops. I don't trust authority, but cops are great. <laughs> <laughs> also at this point in the Power Rangers um, the juice bar had been taken over by Lieutenant Stone because Ernie joined the Peace Corps but they like Tommy and Kimberly don't know that all they know is all of a sudden Ernie's gone this new Lieutenant Stone person is there and they're like did, did something happen to Ernie did Ernie die <coughs> not yet not yet um and that's been the week that was. That was your week? Okay. Well then, let us get into some of the some of that news. Let's uh, let's kick it off with the biggest headline of the year. The most important story our generation has seen. Is it the cow that accidentally pops his big ball? No, it's Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> oh, no! Oh, yeah. <laughs> no! The most uh, lickable headline. You know what, Duncan? I'm going to let you take this one. Okay. You are... You're, you're the big man. You're the big Sega man on campus. Uh... He looks fucking weird. <laughs> he just looks <laughs> off. 
Uh, it doesn't take much to fix, but he just looks off. That little bit off. Yeah, I, it could be it could be fixed for the better. I'm... It's gonna look better in motion. Maybe. Yeah. I like this. Or worse. Oh, if oh, it looks worse, it'll oh, be even better. He's gonna be talking. Just picture those oh, mocap lips. Don't give him Sonic Adventure 1 and 2 mocap. <laughs> 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 Like, do that in the director's cut. Let's talk to some uh, fucking speed beforehand. <laughs> this Sonic is not great, but it's a lot better than I expected when oh, I saw. Oh, this could have been way When better. I saw all of his knees. <laughs> so yeah, crotch um, cam. <laughs> so we were given the design for Sonic because of a merchandise style guide that was leaked. Um, showing various pictures and even an act, uh, an action figure. Um, so the internet just gobbled that up and it's, it's become a meme. Especially one of the lines in one of the picture, one of the said pictures. It's is, like explaining the marketing campaign. Yeah. And there is, it must have been a typo. It must have been chill and likable. That but, had to be it. But it says chill and lickable. <laughs> <laughs> Yum. Nobody missed that. Everyone jumped on that. Is like is the rest of the Sonic cast chill and lickable? <laughs> well, maybe Cream the Rabbit, but no. Knuckles is hot and lickable. I was gonna say spicy. He's spicy. Spicy. Spicy and crunchable. <laughs> <laughs> I love that echidna crunch. Mmm, mm, tasty. <laughs> you know, Sonic Mania was supposed to like, you know It was supposed to harbor in of great age. <laughs> and it sure has Ah, <laughs> oh, new get age. The, of get the director out of here. Get get Chris uh Whitehead to, to do this. Christian Whitehead. Just this is, take the uh, reins. This this is just odd. I don't know why the guy looked furry. So furry. He's a hedgehog. He's spiny. Well, they got a little bit of fur on the sides. Oh, those those luscious locks. He's got a fu- they got fu- the real hedgehogs got fuzzy bellies. Because Tails needs to be able to just run his fingers through Sonic's hair. Oh no. Don't start with the fan fix. We have too many. We have not enough. No, no. we need more. We need, there, there's a new age of children that need this. <laughs> this is their Sonic X. No. I watched a lot of Sonic X, thinking about it. It was okay. It was, I watched a, like right. a little bit of the first season, and that was about it. They went to space. Oh, they, yeah, they they, re- they reenacted the Sonic Adventure 2 storyline in the series. I think they did for one as well. No, I don't know. I can't remember. There was there was late, one of the later one they introduced a freaking love interest for Tails. Like they did. Alien. That was a, that was when they were in space. <laughs> they introduced that. And then there was an episode where freaking Sonic goes dark. He goes up. like Dark Sonic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How many fucking A and Bs did we get out of that? Oh, like, so many. So many. I only became aware of that episode because of the A and Bs that spawned from it. You know, I, I was thinking about this once while I was at work, uh, when I was working, <laughs> <laughs> uh, of like, 
You ever you ever think that there's like a bet going on between like Three Days Grace and Lincoln Park on like who could get the most AMVs <laughs> from their music? <laughs> who won? Who would have won? I, I need to see the stats on that. Oh, there there's potential in that. Uh, going from one CG movie to the other, uh, the the Pokemon the the remake of first Pokemon movie looks like a thing. It's fine. Yeah. It's another it, thing that looks better in motion. Maybe we're just kind of whiplash I because th- coming I, off of it's, it's, of Pikachu. It's yeah. just very jarring looking at it at it in CG. It, it looks like it's Pokemon the first movie remade for the week. Yeah. I, I realize I might be just too attached to the original to give, I, it, give it an ac- accurate critique. That's me. Too. It's just it's it doesn't it looks weird in CG. Yeah, it looks they just the mo- the character models mainly. Pokemon yeah. look okay. Yeah, like, Mewtwo looks all right, and Mew looks all right. But you get a good look at Meowth's fur. <laughs> it's weird, like plastered is it, on. Is fur. it chill and lickable? <laughs> no, no, you get a hairball. Yeah, it looks a little. It just looks a little, a little odd, a little odd. Brock, please open your eyes. You look please. even stranger in CG. Yeah, it's so weird. <laughs> I bet you they just had the development team was so hard. It's like, how do we make this look? Whatever. We'll probably get more flack if we actually have him open his eyes. It's like it's got to stay that way. No one must see those <laughs> eyes, because he's got two, like, Tsukiyomi eyes, or whatever the frickin' uh, Uchi, Uchiha yeah, eyes. The sh- he's, he's got the shark gun. Our entire clan, why? Why did you do this? For my drying pan. <laughs> 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 That's not even the joke, Ryan. To test my drying pan. pan. You know, my 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 uh, my pans my my pans say persona on them. They do. I don't know why. Yeah. If you slap your face... If you slap yourself in the face with the pan, does it summon your persona? Uh, it not, it not only does that, it also knocks me out. I just fucking... <laughs> That's my invoker. It's just I smash my head in with a fucking frying pan. <laughs> uh, going from one Pokemon story to the other, uh, how about Pokemon Gun? <laughs> Someone in Mexico goes. You know what? Yeah, that, that seems sound, legit. That sounds right. Nobody's nobody's uh, you know made an article on this yet. I could be the first one. This has to be legit. That's right up there with that one newspaper who thought one of the mascots for the 2010 Vancouver Games was Pedo Bear. <laughs> I remember that. that was great. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh wow! Oh. 
Oh, fuck. Vermont. Oh. I bet you that, that reporter got a stern talking to. <laughs> hey, man. Lurk more. Yeah. Where, I have to see where it was. I want to say it was like... I want to say it was like... Scandinavia. I don't no, think it was... Was a, it Canadian? It wasn't Canadian? I don't think it was a Canadian. No, uh, was, there, there's, a few, there's a few different camps when it comes to Pokemon versions and beyond the two uh, typical starter kits. Some people, <laughs> myself included... To see just one final third card. Polish. 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 I was wrong. I thought it was Mexico. Well, I mean, the uh, the Pokemon. Of course the Pokemon it's, gun is Mexico. Of course it's Poland. <laughs> oh, man. That is still gold. <laughs> oh, don't, don't lurk on that one. Uh, but according to Twitter user uh, Sin Sija, uh, their local newspaper, La... La Vons de It's got that abbreviation yeah. on the A. Michokan. Uh, allegedly reported that three version <laughs> that three versions of Pokemon Gen 8 uh, were gonna be Sword Shield and Gun. And this isn't a physical paper, right? This wasn't a physical yeah. paper. Yeah, it's not like you it's can, got printed. You can't just say, "Oh, revise and delete." Apologize. No, this this is out there. This is on someone's wall now. Yeah, Pokemon people people killing. are going to be selling these articles on eBay. Yes. So, if you're if you if you get that newspaper, collect it and then sell it. Mail one to me, and then we you'll be able to like on one. it. And then you'll be able to afford all three Pokemon games, including Gun. <laughs> or Trebuchet. Or <laughs> Guillotine. Whatever, or Guillotine. Guillotine. That was the other one. Guillotine. That's that's a dark one. <laughs> uh, how about we move to what is kind of the biggest story of the week? Uh, that being Critical Role uh, in their Kickstarter... Uh, at this point in time, it's it's going up as I'm as I'm looking. Oh yeah, I got, yeah, posted it there. It is now a, oh, our, a whole ton more backers. Uh, it is now right now at, in Canadian eight million two hundred ninety eight thousand nine hundred eighty dollars. It went up like three more million dollars since the last time I checked. God what damn. is that in American? Uh, converted to. From six six million one hundred seventy three thousand six hundred and ninety three U.S. Okay, so it went up like another mil, and it's just about to crack the another uh, eight point three million, just about at forty five thousand one hundred forty six backers as of right now. As I just said, that with still forty two days left to go. Huh. That seems going to be massive. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, this initially just started out as a... They, they just wanted to do uh, $75,000 to basically animate uh, just a side story uh, from Vox Machina. Yeah, it's supposed to be a story before their first adventure. Yeah, like a prologue. Yeah. And then everyone decided to just... Hop on. Just open their wallets to them. Yeah, sure, why not? Uh, 
And they had multiple things going for them. Like, the voice actors themselves have a fan base of their own. Critical Role themselves being around for fi- about five years now. They got Titmouse to be to animate for them. Yeah. So if, if you do not know who Titmouse is, they, they're they the animation studio behind uh, the Venture Brothers, Metapocalypse, and Star Wars Galaxy of Adventures. Amongst other multiple cartoons. They're, they're known for their Adult Swim properties, basically. Yeah. And they also got, uh, who was it, somebody else? And they did 8.3 million now. Yeah. Woof. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, there. there's not a whole lot to talk about this, other than it blew up. Yeah. Blew up big time. Can I say my opinion? Yes, yes, yeah. you can. Okay, time for Tanner's opinion. I'm gonna get that printed on a hoodie. Do do do. So I and I'm not alone. I came to this opinion after seeing a lot of other people saying this stuff. But there are a lot of people who are rubbed the wrong way with the way this all went down. And gonna preface this by saying that like I'm not trying to slam Critical Role or the people who work on it. I'm not trying to slam people who donated or any of the fans of Critical Role. I'm super happy for the fans of Critical Role that they're gonna be getting this. It was supposed to be just a little animated special. Now it's gonna be like a full animated series. And I, I'm very happy that uh, they announced all of the money is going directly to animating the series. But it's just kind of harrowing seeing something like this get crowdfunded when they really didn't need to take advantage of a platform like that and didn't need to take advantage of fans' money like that when they already have so much official backing from, like, Wizards of the Coast and Roll20 and all that kind of stuff. And, again, like, their own fan base, their own careers, they easily could have financed this themselves. That is one thing that people are a bit iffy on. There's also the fact that a lot of fans, like... If you gave five, ten, twenty dollars to Critical Role for this, that's totally fine. But there were people who were giving five thousand, ten thousand dollars of their own money, and that's what really just kind of threw people for a loop. Because it's just imagine having five thousand dollars to spend on whatever you want, or ten thousand dollars even to spend on whatever you want. I I'll admit, yeah, I have a savings account. It's got about six thousand dollars in it. I've got an RRSP going that's got about the same amount of money, and but I don't want to touch those because I'm trying to save up to put a down payment on a house. And even me being able to save that is a privilege that a lot of people can't afford because they're not making money fast enough to put it away. They have to spend it on rent and whatnot. So basically you have a situation where there are a whole bunch of creators who are, and a lot of them are marginalized, they're queer, or they're of color, or both, or they're disabled, they can't find work in a traditional industry, and so they turn to stuff like podcasts, and tabletop gaming, and game development, and all that kind of stuff. And they try and crowdfund stuff through a Patreon, or a Kickstarter, or a GoFundMe, and whatnot, and they're, they'll never see money like this. I mean, I backed a Kickstarter that was for a game called Exodus, and she only asked for, or I think they're not the non-binary, the person running it, they only asked for like $1,000 to help develop it. And they were floored that they got $5,000. And like that was around it. And that was near the end of the thing. And all of a sudden you, it's very disheartening to like struggle to make that much money. And then you turn around and look at Critical Role and they make $8 million without even trying. Like they barely had to lift a finger. 
And I'm trying to say this in a way that doesn't make people feel bad about supporting it, because, like, you should feel happy to support people you love. But you should also, like, if you have 20 bucks to give to Critical Role, you should also be able to find $20 to give to smaller creators and independent creators who, like, they will, like, I follow them on Twitter, and every few weeks it's just like, I not make have not made any money this month. If you can find it in your hearts and wallets to just throw some stuff my way so that I can eat, that would be nice. And so it's really, no one's really at fault for anything in this situation. It's just the whole thing made people really aware of how much capitalism is screwing over smaller creators. And a lot of emotions happened. Yeah, no, that's, yeah. that's yeah. a fair take on it and... Now, I, the one thing I will say where I do feel Critical Role misstepped severely is that there is a big fan movement to put captions on all of their videos on YouTube so that they're accessible for people who are deaf or hard of hearing or just need captions to be able to follow along with videos. And that's great. And Critical Role supported that. And that's great. But their version of support was putting out a graphic, thanking the fans, and showing how much money it would have cost to have a professional do all the captioning. And they basically said... Look at all the money we didn't have to spend because you did the work for us. And that probably wasn't their intent of the message, but that is the message that they sent, and that's something where they did severely misstep. Yeah, in the history of anything, as soon as you, <coughs> as soon as you represent anything with money, it's, it's, taken out, it's usually taken out of context. So, all this to say that if you're able to donate to really big projects like this, you should also find time to donate to smaller projects or even buy their games. Like, you can probably spend 50 bucks on Itch and buy 50 individual tabletop games. And that's probably because they do, like, the creators don't charge as much as they should, but they undercharge so that people who don't have the means to buy... They can't drop 200 bucks on a whole D&D set, but they can spend $10 to get this game that someone else worked really hard on. Mm. So you should definitely support independent creators, and you should go in the Fun Diverse Games hashtag. Which has been a nice uh, thing that's cropped up uh, yeah. because of this. Yes, so. and I do applaud Matt Mercer and, and the company. other... And company. I only know... He's the only one I, whose name I know because <laughs> I don't actually follow Critical Role. But I support all of them for noticing that people were getting kind of rubbed the wrong way by this and saying, that's absolutely right, and telling their fans, yes, please, if you supported us, go support these individual creators too. Yeah. Like, uh, the way I've looked at it is, like, at least they're good people. And, like, that, like, like five people gave them 25 grand, obviously... I hope that's, that's dispo- kind of, I hope that's disposable income that yeah. you can just kind of toss wherever. But but also, like, if, but please, if you have, if if you're able to do that for famous people, at least think about smaller creators. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, those who gave that much, they might have also done it for the the for what comes with the, yeah, with the rewards. You basically well. like get to be buddy buddy with them and go to their party to L.A. That, and all sorts of stuff. See, see that I feel like that's almost not worth it like like you get everything from the previous pledges the previous backings and then yeah it's you get to go all fan paid trip attend all of our activities in los angeles in fall of 2020 titmouse studio tour launch with the critical role cast the private private premiere and the private party international blah 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 
Yeah, like if if you have twenty five thousand to give to Critical Role, you have you have twenty bucks to give to yeah. Some. You have a thousand dollars to give towards someone's GoFundMe because they can't afford insulin. But yes, you are, you are very much right, Tanner. Mm-hmm. You should say it. And, all, and everyone who has been saying it should say yes. it. Yes. And if you can't financially support them, then like retweet their stuff, spread word of mouth. If they have a podcast, give them a five-star review. Yeah, because we're also in that... We're, we're in the exact same bundle of we are very small, we don't have a whole lot of traction. Yeah. And that, that's why like I like I, I said this on Twitter, and like I want to start doing shout-outs to just... If you're making cool stuff... Well, I don't care if it's if you're writing on blogs, if you're making YouTube videos, if you're making uh, diverse games, what whatever you're working on, I, I we want to know about it, and we want to get the word out that there's cool stuff out there, not being made by famous people, just be, being made by people. So can I do a something yes. like that? Okay. Yes. So Go. so I mentioned earlier that I started a new podcast that I've been meaning to for a while. And the reason I did start listening to it today because the creators have put, been putting out in the similar vein some really heartfelt pleas of people to listen to it. It's called Autonomic. And the two big things that are going for it is that, for one, it's specifically in a, in a home-brewed game system with a home-brewed fantasy world that draws from a lot of Indian and South American cultures instead of making it a very Eurocentric kind of thing. And it's also an all-ages podcast. So if you have kids who you want to get into role-playing games, then they could definitely listen to Autonomic and hear them play and like think, oh, this is such a cool thing and these are so really fun characters. And it is incredibly adorable. It gives me the same feeling of like cracking open a new fantasy book series when I was a little kid, like those, those good middle-grade fantasy series. <laughs> I've only listened to the first episode so far. And my favorite characters are Monique and Monochrome, and they've they're they've got a thing where his species has a bond creature that they share a telepathic link with, and so he's like this blue guy, <clears throat> and then Monochrome, whoop. Monochrome is a tuxedo tamarind, which is like a little monkey with one of those like fluffy mustaches. Yes. <laughs> and so like there's one scene where they're having a telepathic conversation, and Monique is like, wait. <clears throat> We need to figure out a way to get the notes from the teachers so that we have a copy of them because you need to hold on to them for my records because that's his whole thing is that he's always taking notes on everything. And so they... <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> they finally count. So they're trying to figure out how to do that and then when they end the call, like, the other players are trying to figure out how would you end a telepathic call and then someone suggests goodbye, I love you. I'm like, no, yeah, we have to do that. I'm like, okay, okay. So then we do this the, like, little part like, okay, um... Good job, Marco. Over and out. Goodbye, I love you. Goodbye, I love you! <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. That's the sweetest thing. It's it's so good. I can't wait to listen to the next episode. But of course, me being me, I also have to make a TV Toast page for it. Yeah. So it's a little slow going. But I'm going to try. I'm going to, over the course of this month, since I have some lighter hours, I'm going to try and create a complete TV Toast page for them. Because that's my contribution. That's my way of spreading the word and putting it on like a big permanent site where people can like search for it. And it's like, you were looking for actual plays? Here is a big actual play. It deserves your attention. Here, get go. So, what's it called again? Autonomic. And who's it by? It is by... Well, the company behind it that also made the game system is called Precocious LLC. And let me find... If you wanted to send me the details, I'll also put it in, in all That stuff. is a good idea. Best idea... 
You can follow them at Autonomic Pod, and then the main guy who's been tweeting about it, his he is Pranks Paul. His Twitter handle is Rogue TLDR. Awesome. So yes, shout out to Autonomic Pod. You're doing God's work. <laughs> okay. So with that out of the way. Uh, how about we talk about, uh, I mean, Apex Legends celebrates 50 million players. Yay. They're the new PUBG. They, they're probably like the number two. They've taken the number two slot. Yes. Yeah. You would have to destroy the Fortnite servers to beat Fortnite. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like physically go down there and with an axe. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've said this before. I'm really happy that they're number one because as long as they're number one, all of the toxic, toxic freaking twelve-year-olds are in that game. They're not. They're not in League of Legends. Yeah. Some of them are. You're starting to see some of them trickle into Apex Legends, but not all of them. Uh. <laughs> That's why I love Fortnite. I love Fortnite's existence. <laughs> it gets all it's a, it gets all it it takes in all the trash like a sponge. Yeah. Uh I, is Apex Legends made in the Unreal engine? I I don't think it is. Don't think so. Because I want to say uh Respawn have their own engine that they made it in. Yeah. Because like a lot a lot of games end up being made by Unreal and you know you know who made Unreal? Epic Games. So half of these games that get made in Unreal, Epic still makes a huge profit. Oh yeah, and they also have the most popular game in the world. Mm. Oh, uh, sh- they they use the source engine. Yeah, maybe we should just shut down Epic Games. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I mean, they also have the Epic Games Store now. They're becoming. They're slowly becoming the new Valve. Yeah, in a sense, which is. At least they have it set up that's a bit more indie friendly. Yeah. So it's kind of unreal. Ah, 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 got him. But yeah, to, to celebrate hitting fifty million, uh, respawn released a video that basically showed a lot of stats. So uh, stats including like one one hundred fifty eight million finishers, the activation of one point two three billion ultimates, and a staggering thirty one billion pings. <laughs> uh so okay so DOI 6 it's got a season pass that costs $93 US <laughs> what do you guys think comes with that pass beebs <laughs> one breast they will <laughs> ship you a breast physically <laughs> maybe and it will be an interactive controller Oh God. <laughs> how many how many costumes do you think you're getting in this? Two and a half. That's that's low balling. <laughs> that's hard low balling. That's like going up to a Lamborghini owner and like, I'll pay you two fifty for it. <laughs> Three fifty. Deal. Uh, I believe the number is like a hundred costumes? Damn. Two two characters. Huh? You get costumes for the whole cast, 
a, a shit ton of costumes for the whole cast, and two new characters. And that, that's both, awful. Both of you will be King of Fighter characters, and of course, one of them is going to be my Sherry. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. Because those babes and those thighs. Uh, yeah, like that's pretty gross. Not a fan of that. And let's end her on uh, the new Fallout seventy six. <laughs> Which I, I assume we're going to get stories every week on Anthem. Yep. Another loser Anthem. Alert. <laughs> oh, wow. That, that's a good one. Uh, so, EA is investigating on why... Anthem is crashing PS4s. Not not just not crashing in some cases, them. straight up bricking No, they announced console. they're not bricking them. They're just causing them to shut down semi-permanently and then after rebooting them by swiping a majority of the hard drive data. Oh, no. So when Anthem's beta initially launched, uh, it destroyed the servers. Yes. Because it, it, it whenever... You would try to log in. If you failed, it would flood the servers with login attempts. Just like dump them all because it would just keep trying to log one person in with thousands of times. So when a bunch of people don't log in, it would crap. It crashed the whole server service. <laughs> all of Origin was down. They fucked up a like FIFA tournament once. <laughs> if only there was a way to perform a test. To see if it would cause any stress Stre- to a game, you would call you know you could call it you can call it a stress test. Yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe you know you have some sort of quality assurance team <laughs> and call in about a hundred people to do something about that. You know you, you know what, what might be a good idea? QA. QA. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> a new problem. <laughs> Of just Anthem straight up bricking PS4s. Uh, a tweet late, late last night. Uh, EA states that it is aware that of the cause. Uh, and is prompting players to send their crash data reports so that the company can work on a fix. Uh, a thread has been created on EA's website so that players can further detail. Uh, can further details on what issues are per- they are personally experiencing. Uh, a survey of responses showed that it isn't just affecting uh, PS4 consoles, but also Pro devices. Dang. So, uh, don't get Anthem. Yeah. The game's also mediocre. <laughs> Which, this might be the death nail. This might this might just straight up kill uh, Bioware now. No. Uh, so, uh, if we hear a story... Uh, that Bioware shuts down, a lot of people lose their jobs. Call that? Don't want to be so I proud that really we hope that doesn't happen. We don't no. want to be right. I don't. I want to be wrong. Please prove me wrong. I just want Anthem to fail. I don't want it to brick the company. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so even, even if they are how how much would you say Anthem costs? Like fifty three dollars? Uh, brand new game on the PS four, like seventy here. Oh, okay. So save money, just spend $53 instead, 
buy old copies of KOTOR in Mass Effect. I was gonna, I was gonna suggest you spend it on clothes. That, I mean that too. You know what kind of clothes? What kind of clothes? Get ready, female gaming community. Fuck, we almost forgot to talk about this. <laughs> Esports dress now available. <laughs> It's high time we do something for the female gamers who receive so much backlash in the community. Stay strong. We respect you. Heart emoji. Excuse me. Proudly supporting hashtag women in esports. Tag every sir, female gamer you know. Sir. Painting nails emoji. I, I have a question, sir. <laughs> sir? I have a question. Yes. Was this designed by any woman? Unfortunately, no. But we are now turning to the community for ideas. This will help us make informed decisions in the future. <laughs> Who made this? Cranium Apparel. Cranium Apparel. Thank you for oh. giving us gold. This is do, for... <laughs> so, do you have any other sort of apparel, like for male gamers? <laughs> Never before in esports have we seen a gaming jockstrap. <laughs> it's never seen before in esports. High quality polyester, skin friendly, gives a new identity to female gamers. Hashtag women in esports. It's the gaming colors of black and Mountain Dew Code Red. <laughs> <laughs> And you know that there are going to be booth bags wearing these. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Next E3. Well, now this has given the idea to, like, every other company, like, fucking Liquid or, uh, or, uh, Echo Fox, wherever, like, well, if we actually have a woman design these, we could probably make some bank. They revealed the idea, and they can see the in- if there's any interest. They, they dropped the ball hard, so it's up to everyone else to pick it up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to see all these other gaming apparel companies misfire even worse. <laughs> oh, that would be great. Oh my god. Like, no humans were actually contacted to make this thing. <laughs> we had an AI design this dress. <laughs> I can't. I'm, I'm. I see it now. The Blizzard Twitter account. Get ready, queer gamers. Oh no. We have the Blizzard gaming queer flag for you and you and you. It is. It is just the Blizzard logo in a rainbow. Ah. <laughs> uh. uh. <laughs> You ever just feel defeated by something? Constantly. I've been in a de- depression death spiral for the past week, Ryan. <laughs> Ryan, we live in a society. We do live in a society where we're getting a Hello Kitty film. Oh, I hope it gets the Sonic treatment. I, <laughs> I, I hope Hello Kitty is chill and lickable. Please don't. She's just a little girl. She's not a cat. She's just a girl with a cat head. <laughs> Thanks, Sanrio, for questions we didn't... For answers we didn't ask for. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, did you guys see that trailer for the Superman horror movie, Brightburn? Yes. That was being uh, produced by James Gunn and was like written by his brother and cousin. Oh, yeah, I didn't. I think I heard about that, but I didn't look at it. Yeah, so it's interesting. It's like 
is purposely like very much this is Superman's origin story, but what if bad things happen? Yeah, what if the and, kid didn't pick up good morals? Yeah, what if his dad was a scumbag and mm. taught him bad morals? And so you think this is the route they're going to take with Hello Kitty? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Dark Hello Kitty. <laughs> Goodbye, Kitty. Uh, uh, no, uh, New Line Cinema and Flynn P- Pictures Company are handling the production and development of the Hello Kitty film, uh, and Warner Bros. will handle the film's worldwide distribution. So what what is this actually going to be? Is it going to be an animated film or live action? It's going to be live action, It's and it's going to be like... Sex in the City, the movie, but with teens, and one of them has a cat head. <laughs> I kind of just want it to be like, just straight up, like one to one from the Hello Kitty's actual design, not like real life looking, just just slapped on. <laughs> I think that's way funnier yeah. than making things look real. Exactly. It's like huge juxtaposition. <laughs> That's why I like the Looney Tunes uh, back in action oh. and also uh, Roger Rabbit. I think that looks way better. I need to go rewatch the Looney Tunes movie. That was a good movie. I find that's such a Brendan Fraser. It's it might be one of his greatest roles. Was back in action because he just plays a stuntman of himself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the best. Live action Hello Kitty is gonna look like Low Kitty from Squirrel Girl. <laughs> oh, jeez. Well, also, she also doesn't have a mouth. That's important. She doesn't have a mouth. She does not have a mouth. <laughs> She's like an end like she eats with her feet. She just thinks about food and then is filled up. <laughs> she eats the thought of food. <laughs> she just oh, rearranges. Oh, the joke's too good. I'm, I'm a master of comedy. Yep. She just rearranges the molecules within her stomach and creates new molecules. God, how handy would that be? <laughs> this past week, I've been fucking starving. I've, just, I've resigned to eating saltine crackers and occasionally spaghetti. <laughs> Bruh. I've been, well, at least I've not been wasting my baby. <laughs> at least you're not like me wasting money like buying BK like four I days straight. <laughs> because I, I like BK going yesterday. to, be, I like going to fast food chains that just open up because that's the best time you'll get the best fries because they're fried in brand new squeaky clean fryers. Uh, well, that BK has that new uh, Chipotle chicken. Oh man, I think. Oh, the, I, I think. no, wait, it's a the buffalo cri- chicken. Yeah, it's, it's a crispy, crispy buffalo chicken. It's a crispy burger. buffalo. That thing tastes chicken good. Milk. That's what that's what I've been going there for. So I've, good. I've been eating nothing but that meal for like four days. Besides yesterday, that I finally changed it up. Yeah, but my my body you. doesn't like me. <laughs> Where's that one Tumblr post where it's like, uh, my body when I have the fir- my first meal of the day. Uh, it's like cheering and stuff, and like when my when my body realizes my first meal of the day is gummy worms, McDonald's, and uh, chocolate. Oh, <laughs> and it's just them fighting. <laughs> I love that that text meme. It's like uh, my diet's already going bad. It's like I had eggs for breakfast. It's like side side up. No Cadbury. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Probably it would just stick terrible. to the pad. It would just be a horrible mess. It would just be an absolute mess. 
but now it's got to be done. Okay, no, I need to see it if it has been done. Fried Cadbury eggs. Hey, Tanner. Hey. If you want to send us an email, where can they do that? I thought we had more stories. I swear we had some other stories. We maybe have more stories. If you want to find out what those stories are, you can send us an email at thesuperfunnetwork at gmail.com. Thank you. And yes, there is one more. It's just silly. Somebody made an awesome, super complicated uh, Final Fantasy Tactics board game, and it looks amazing. I want it. But it, a user made it, so it, it's like it's not being mass-produced or anything, yeah. but I kind of want it. If they could, they, you know... Throw up like a PDF to make how to make like a card a cardboard version of this. I will recreate it, or just like file some of the indicators as Final Fantasy Tactics off. <laughs> yeah, Final Fantasy Tic Tacs. <laughs> it's funnel funk to see. Uh, oh. What was the off-brand Final Fantasy name? It's like oh, what? there's so many recipes. Oh wait, it's Last Odyssey. <laughs> <laughs> You want a recipe for deep-fried Cadbury eggs? Not really, no. no. <laughs> but tell us anyway. Um, oh, well, now i got to click it. From Spicy Southern Kitchen. Thank you. <laughs> Shout-outs to Spicy Southern Kitchen. <laughs> These deep-fried Cadbury cream eggs are seriously my favorite deep-fried candy of all time, and I have deep-fried a lot of things, including <laughs> Reese's Peanut Butter Cups and Cookie Dough. Can, can I just say, I just don't get the appeal of deep-frying chocolate and all that. Just, I just don't get it. I had deep-fried Oreo, and that was weird. Yeah, bad. It wasn't bad, but I didn't know what I was expecting. It's really pretty much what you do with anything with deep-fried. You just, just batter, you, you batter it up it. and throw it in the deep-fryer. Uh, I accidentally closed the fucking document. <laughs> oh no! Yeah. Why is doing that? Another quick news thing. If you want to know about Disney Plus, you're getting the entire Disney Vault, according to current sources. But that's about all we have for that. The cool beans. Is that creepy Momo? Oh yeah, the Momo statue. It, it was I'm not not a fan of that whole thing. Well, apparently it was it was torn down before this became a meme because it was starting to decay and fall apart. So okay, before good. this even started, it was already taken down. <coughs> but the artist had to had to you know go and make a tweet saying like yeah you know this deck is like as much as I like exposure to my art, um, this this sculpture has been destroyed. <laughs> But I do like memes like that because that one literally actually, it was a ba- basically, it was, hey, parents, watch your kids. Yeah. Don't let them mindlessly consume YouTube videos because th- maybe it's not as terrifying oh. as the stuff oh. Momo was supposed to be saying. Yeah. But they're still messed up. Yeah. Oh, well, just, just, I'll just put the kid in front of the TV and just let him do his thing. Just put the kid in front of the TV at the Disney Marathon like a normal, neglectful parent. Yeah. 
I'm gonna let him play Call of Duty. Oh no, he shot up a school. It was the video game's fault. I'm not a bad parent. (laughs) You're a bad parent. (laughs) God damn it. Apparently. Alright, you wanna call it there? (laughs) Yes. Let's get out of here. Alright, Tanner, I guess we uh we got a movie to see. Yeah, in four hours. In four hours. Four three and a half. Three three and a half. Yeah. Are you coming to see it? I could. So we're going at ten. Ten ten. Ten ten. Ten ten. And it's underrated in, Naruto character. And it's in AVEX, so you you wouldn't get to sit with us probably. Oh. There might be a chance. There might be a chance. Might be a chance. What, what I could take a look at the seating. Do you guys remember where your seats are? F. F some chat. F seventeen and sixteen. Okay, I'll see you. Uh, yeah, that'll do it for us. Uh, I also need to buy this black ring and then put it on my middle finger because ace. <laughs> what? That's a, that's the thing. Okay. It's black rings on your middle finger signify that you're asexual. I did not know that. That is, that is a thing. What jewelry signifies that I may gender? Uh, I think they're... Uh, no, wait, that's for arrow people. It's a white ring in the same spot. Not sure. There might be a thing. Okay. Look into it. Uh, but yeah, that'll do for us. It's uh, like the gay handkerchief code, except like your handkerchief, it just says no. <laughs> <laughs> that is kind of my mantra. It's just... Nah. No. Nah. 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 <laughs> Alright. Thank you for listening. Uh, and you'll catch us next week.
The Superfund Podcast is a Superfund Network podcast. To stay updated on other SFN shows, follow us on Twitter at RealSFN. You can also find us on Facebook at The Superfund Network. All one word. Check us out on our Instagram at Superfund Network. Have any questions, comments, critiques, suggestions, or would like to get a shout out, send us an email at thesuperfundnetwork at gmail.com. Leave a rating and a review on wherever you listen to podcasts.